Greetings, everyone. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I am Anthony Cordova. And Cordova. 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 Okay. Well, we all just had a ha- happy family day. We did? Yep. What, Ours was a, what, a bit uneventful. <laughs> but the day after, we got a chance to meet up with some friends who who don't live in Georgia, Yeah, we which did. was fun. It was very fun. And we got to go to the, this is a plug, so I hope they remember. We went to the High Museum. Oh, I, I think I'm about ready to hurt the plug. <laughs> don't hurt the plug. <laughs> don't don't discuss enjoyed, the don't discuss the art there or anything. We okay. we enjoyed being, we enjoyed the exhibit with yes. our friends. Yes, that's it. Most of it. That's that's it. Most of the exhibit. That's it. That, that's it. We, we, <laughs> we enjoyed the high with our friends. Yes, yes. I'm happy to be a member of the high again. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay, but that's not what this week's episode is about. You want to know what this week's episode is about? I do. It is, this week we're talking about dealing with loss. It's part of a segment that we call Stand By Your Stance. When I say dealing with loss, I'm not just talking about death. Yeah, that's what I Although was going to ask you. Although it can feel that way. I was going to ask you, you what type of the, loss are we talking about? Well, I seem, I know this is going to surprise everybody, but I seem to lose friends every year. Huh? I seem to lose friends every year. <laughs> you got people dying off every year? No, I said it's not about death. Well, just, you said not not necessarily. It doesn't well, have to only be about well, death. Well, I'm not talking about friends who have died, although I did have a really good friend who died a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I still think about her every day. But that's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? I'm so? talking about you realize after many years of being friends with someone that Maybe you're not friends. Not friends anymore or never have really been friends. Well, I've had both situations. I've had the realization that maybe we were never friends. And I don't believe in the word frenemies. Right. I think you're either friends or enemies. Yes. Well, you don't have to be friends or enemies. I don't think I don't think there's such thing as a a friend friend who, who. Yes. Yes. Either yes. they're your friend or they're or, not. Or they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so I've had people in my life that I always thought, I thought they were a friend. Yeah. But in some cases, they never were. And then this year, I've had people I thought were friends. And I realized, not really. <laughs> and I don't think it's always been that way, but. Not really. Like, if I can't discuss openly with my friend, this is how I define friends, because I know you say that my friends are your friends, but I actually have very few people I call friend. So, listeners, if I call you friend, I I really mean that. (laughs) I really mean that. But, But my criteria for calling someone a friend is if I'm comfortable, I can be myself around them. I don't have to watch what I say around them. I can just be myself and they can be themselves. And we cheer for each other. You know, if they're going through a hard time, I, I feel that with them. I am, I empathize and sympathize. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and you know you're there no matter what the circumstances are that's a that's a friend to me yeah and a person you can discuss almost anything with and know that it won't come back to you from someone someone else say, right hey right. i heard that you blah 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 right blah. right they can they can i don't want to necessarily call it secrets but they know what not to tell others yes yeah, some things are confidential right yes right. this is true right so there are very few people i can do that with but if i tell you you're my friend that's how i really feel okay so do you want to discuss how a person can be your friend for many, 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 many years, decades. And then you begin to see that maybe they're not. And if so, how come you didn't realize that sooner? Or is did you change or did they change or did you both change? What what the Well I do think people people do change um as they get older. So you might get you know, be more mature than you were before. Um, priorities change as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I we've said before during this podcast that jobs can change you too. And people can change you too. You, you were saying to me last night, crazy can make people crazy. <laughs> yes. If you live with somebody that's Cuckoo, and I'm a, and I'm not making light of uh, anyone that has a mental condition. But uh, if you have, if you live with someone that has a severe mental condition, um, it can affect you in a negative way, where you can begin to take on their issues, right, right, per se, right. And in regard with, you know, I told you that I've had jobs that changed me for the worse. And when I realized that, you know, it's like, oh, time to go. I can't be that person Mm -hmm. that I've changed into. And when I removed myself from the situation, you know, I'm back to being me. Not that I'm perfect, Mm -hmm. but I have realized when I've changed for the worse. So to answer your question, yes, friends, you can realize how you're, you're maybe not compatible as friends anymore when either you change, they change, or both of you change. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, different, we go through different phases in our, in our life, you know? No, oh, this is true. So, you-, you know, people tell me all the time, my friends say all the time that I reinvent myself. And I, I choose to, to define that as I just have a lot of interests and I just, don't limit myself to one interest. Uh-huh. So like in this phase of my life, I'm really going in on the interest I've had all along since <laughs> I was nine. Yes. You know, finally, finally I'm going in, all in on it, you know. Um, but I'm sure that changed. Well, it definitely changed me. It definitely okay. changed me. You know, you know, th- this, this uh, topic makes me feel like we're having a one-way conversation. Okay. Because you have several people to call friend. Yes. As we discussed in other podcasts, you know, I just glom on to your friends. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't... Um, you know, but our actual topic this episode is loss. It's loss. Do you so feel that you've I don't, lost friends? 
I have lost one close, not not in death. Well, there's many people I know that died that used to be friends where I grew up, you know, people I grew up with. But um, no, only only one um, when we were very close. But the difference is, is if, if I'm honest with myself, is that I changed for the better for the better. So the loss, initially, it really bothered me. But as I... But you didn't actually let that person go. They don't even know that they're they're lost. Yeah, but uh, it gets, I hate to say, (laughs) I hate to say complicated, Complicated. but um, I'm just trying to be kind. Let's let's right, put it that right. this, this person's in a certain condition now, and I'm just I'm just trying to be kind. Sure, so. because you are a kind person. Everyone knows you're the nicer one in this couple. <laughs> and I don't necessarily purge people from. Well, I actually do purge people <laughs> uh, from my life, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. Um, you know, I I just distance myself. So so does it. If a person, let's say they've had this friend for decades and they find that it's no longer a friendship, uh, is there a mourning process? In, Absolutely. In that that, that's also? why, I, yeah, at the very beginning of this conversation, I said I, I wasn't speaking about people you lose through death, but it can feel that way because I, am, I believe I'm in mourning right now. I'm mourning right now. So did you cry? Right now, I'm Are just you, sad. You're just sad? Yes. That had Later, I might that. be angry. You know, the stages <laughs> of grief. You know, there are stages to grief. Um, okay. What but, are those stages, Jill? Well, I don't know all of them off the top of my head, but I know there's, there's you, you're, you're sad, you're angry, you're in denial, you accept it. Mm, there's at least one more. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to rack my brain. Might, well, might but there's ex- also my brain might poof. Explode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want that. <laughs> but there's also the kind of loss, you know. Since our podcast premise is all about relationships, there are times where you lose a friend because of the relationship they enter. Hmm. With someone else. With someone else. A friendship relationship is no is that what we're talking a, about like the person that a romantic a romantic like uh, sometimes you lose friends saying. because of who they couple up with mm-hmm. and that's fine with me because <laughs> i'm not gonna i've never told a friend oh you shouldn't be with it i've never said uh-huh. that to anybody um people have said it to me not not about you but people have said well, it to me. Well, that's good. And, um, yeah, no one has ever told me I shouldn't be with you. <laughs> um, but in the past, people have told me I shouldn't be with certain people I was with. And I didn't feel like that was something for them to say. Although, eventually, I did listen. And they were right. But so, I... So, question. Uh, did you ever go back to those people and, you know, say, hey, you tried to help me out and I wasn't listening? And I just 
Well, mm, normally you know, the, like... the time that I really got mad, <laughs> uh, and and she's still, a, I, I still consider her a friend. The time that like, she just outright, you leave him, <laughs> you know? And, and I was like, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. And she, she gave me a look uh-huh. and I was really mad at her. Right. But the next day, even though I hadn't done anything about what she told me to do, I hadn't, I hadn't left him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next day I realized she, she loves me enough to tell me that. Mm-hmm. And so eventually when I did leave him, she was the first person I called. Ah, and okay. she's like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. You know? And so, uh-huh. so you know, I, I wasn't mad at anyone. It, like She wasn't the only one who told me to leave him, but she was just the most emphatic in my face about right. it. And so I told her, all those people, you know what? You were, you were right. And thank you for looking out for me. Cool. You know, um, but the, in regard to the friends I've lost because of who they coupled up with, you know, they have said, Oh, I'm sorry. My boyfriend, husband, whatever the case may be, he just doesn't like you. Mm -hmm. And like I said, if I, I I never try to make people like, if you don't like me, you don't like me. I'm not going to try to, change your mind about that Mm -hmm. because i believe well in many cases the reasons they don't like me i can't do anything about right you know yeah um so i don't i don't even try so i believe you know i can still be kind to the person i considered a friend Mm -hmm. but again i just just so they're not completely out of my life i just distance myself because i don't i if, if they deserve to to have love in their life and if that's who they love and that's who loves them Mm -hmm. okay i'm not gonna get in the middle of that right right but i also recognize you know we can't go have lunch together anymore we can't do any of the things we used to do together if we see each other we're kind to each other Mm -hmm. but it stays right there yeah yeah, the other one that, that makes sense. So I've been racking my brain while uh, you have been doing most of the talking on this episode. <laughs> you want to th- talk about something different? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to to come up with something. So <clears throat> I have um, I have to set this up. So when I was a teenager, uh, still living in New York, I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of friends. Actual friends or just? Yeah, yeah, I considered all of them to be friends. Okay. Actual friends. Okay. Um, And then I start seeing that I hate gossip. Oh, me too. I really hate gossip. Me too. And And I really hate for people to watch me. People watching me wherever I go. Like, What do you mean? Well, like for instance, I could when I was a teenager, I could go, let's say, out to a party, get to the party, a dance club, because I used to dance a lot, and by myself, by myself, right? Because you just wanted to dance. Yes. Yes. I didn't go with anyone, just me. Right. The next day, somebody would walk up to me and say, "Hey." You were at such and such. 
and you did this, and then you wouldn't talk to such and such, and you talk to this other person. Like there's and you have or something. And you had one <laughs> green sock and one black sock on. You know that much. That much detail. You had spies. The, but what? But the, uh, gossip. You know. But if, what was the point? When you. Just gossip. People gossip. They just want to gossip. They just wanted you to know that someone noticed everything you were doing. Yeah. I, I, why? Uh, that's my that's my question. But, but it wasn't it, it it wasn't them. It wasn't like my friend um, set out spies. But there were a lot of people that my friend knew that were there. So the friend. So the friend of the friend. Um. That person would either call them up and say, hey, I saw Tony out, you know, last night at such and such place. And, and it, it happened almost wherever I went. And that's when I started realizing hmm, I don't like having a lot of friends. <laughs> so I started distancing myself from the from, gossips. Yeah. Yeah. So then after, after that, um. Then I start realizing I had to start distancing myself with uh, male friends that, uh, like, as I got older, they may be married, but I call them single married men. Oh, that sounds like the worst. <laughs> so they are they, they men who might as well be single because of they yes, they didn't they, stop they, doing anything they, that they did when exactly. they were single. They they got married. And still continued the same behavior. I still I don't still understand that either. Why not just women, remain sin- still <laughs> all all types all types of things. I have one friend tell me uh, he came to visit me, and I'm living down here by this time with his wife. With his wife came down with his wife, and we were going to the store, just me and him. We leave my house. We get around the corner. He stops and says, oh, I got to do this real quick. Well, what do you have to do? He says, I got to take this car seat out and put it in the trunk because I can't pick up any women <laughs> with a baby car seat. So he was, so she was in town too, but he was going to pick up women. Yeah, so she was at my house. We went to the store. She was still so at my house. So he wanted to pick up women while she was in your house. Yes. That's really horrible. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, why treat her that way? Why even bring her? Why sing, get married? I, I, like I said, single married men. You know, they, they don't change. So those, I had to start distancing myself with uh, friends I had that were like that. And I had to start distancing myself with, uh, friends that did drugs, um, like hard drugs, right? <laughs> you know, distancing myself from them. Uh, so did you go through a grieving process? No. It was just like, <laughs> cut, and you're out? Yeah, yeah. Out? I'm uh, just distancing myself, you know, and never, um, you know. Like, we can't be hey, friends. Hey, we can't be friends because you do drugs or anything like that. Just just distancing myself. And being with the, the job I had, it made, you know, it made it easier for me to do. Because sure. nobody would see me for months and months. So, right, right. So that was, so, yeah. I well, even when I have purged people in the past, I didn't let, I didn't tell them. They just didn't, I just 
didn't contact them like I used to. And then I realized, oh, I was doing all the contacting anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, they continued to contact me because they, I realized I was, I initiated it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, now uh, things are coming back. There was uh, someone else, um, one of my uh, ex-in-laws. Okay. We, we were close, close, close. Very close. Okay. And it really hurt me when I had to cut him loose. That that pained me some because he uh, suffered, began to suffer from a mental illness. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't he wouldn't get help he wouldn't get help right he wouldn't he wouldn't get help so i continued to try to keep a relationship uh with him until his condition led him to believe that i was part of some covid operation to take him down <laughs> he said, "You're one of them." Oh, so he was par- paranoid. Paranoid, yeah, yeah, he was paranoid. So I, I knew mm, I have to let him go. I, and I, how did you do that? You just stopped contacting him. How did you do that? Yeah, you let him know that you can't. No, I just stopped contacting him. It wasn't hard. He never questioned me about it because he in already his thought mind, you were one of them. Yes, yeah. So it was, but it, but it hurt me bad that really did hurt me i I hated losing him so that one felt like you were in mourning yeah yeah because it was like i lost close brother and a friend so that one that one got me i felt bad about that for some some time and i've seen him since then and he was very happy to see me which i was surprised um and and that was about it. <laughs> no so, more contact. So whether it's it's you or the person you're you're in a couple with who who endures this kind of loss. How does does that affect your relationship with each other? How does what does that do to like do you step up and help that person through the loss like you would if someone in their life had died, like how to, well, the, our topic is dealing with loss. So how do you deal with it? So are you asking me? Like, you know, let's, right now, let's, I'm, I'm let's use morning. you and I. Yes, so right you ask now, me, what do I do when I know you're going, like you have to cut loose a friend that you've known for many, many years yes. for, for certain reasons, Yes, but it's still bothering you that I'm you in have morning. to do that. Okay. So, I mean, you actually do know what I do. I just listen. I know. I want you to tell the <laughs> listeners. I I know. I just, I really just listen and and give you support. Yes. In, in and when I and, ask for advice, you give it to me. Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, I know that has to come at your pace. Right. And how long it's going to take to get over this situation. Right. Um, so I'm just like you, you were just describing with the person you lost that hurt you. This one's hurt. This one's hurtful. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not, 
but I'm not planning to, you know, purge them completely from my life. Yeah. I have, I, I do see a need to distance myself. Yeah. That's, it's understandable. Uh, you know, and if, if we're, if we are talking about also in these situations, it, it is combined with some type of mental illness. Right. Um, you know, there's a Which certain. she can't, my friend can't help. She can't help that. Exactly. But it's not healthy for you to be around a person with mental illness. Well, and to have with these that intimate, type, yes. You know, have these intimate. Some, some, some illnesses I'm, I'm equipped to handle, but not this one because I yeah. don't really know what it is. Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's all you can do. But I think that's the same reason why, you know, you, you still feel bad because, because they have this issue and they're right. not, they're not getting better. Right. It's just right. getting worse. Right. So yeah, that, 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 that can hurt. Yeah, it definitely but hurts. You can't do anything about it really. Yes. Except, and, and you know, I don't like feeling helpless. Yeah. But you, you can, all you can do is be kind. Right. Mm, which I continue so. to do. Yeah. That's but what not I do. that close, close relationship that you used to have. Right. Right. That's unfortunate. It is. But it, it is. But it's all. And I try of, not to say anything to that could make her worse. You know. Cor- correct. It, you know, correct. That could be a trigger. Correct. Yes. That is true. Yes. Well, let's get to our second segment that we call. Give it a rest and a resolution. Now, this whole episode, we've been talking about dealing with loss. Do you have a conclusion, resolution? Well, hmm. Yeah, well, you know, dealing with loss of a friend. You know, we, we, we have to realize it. And, and I, I hate to use this, but it's a it's a cliche. But, you know, that's that's just life. This is the things we have to go through um, and overcome. We just need to address the issue when we're going through it, not bury it. That's very good. And that makes my conclusion be sometimes life just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's my conclusion. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> well, let's get to our third segment that we call I'm trying to help you. I know you have advice because you're always giving me advice on this topic. Do you have advice you want to tell our listeners? I'm not sure. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not sure. Huh? I'm not sure. What? I'm not sure. What? Well, sh- I know shall you can hear first? me. You, you, you're looking it, it, right at me. I, I can hear you. <laughs> I can see you, but it's not making sense. It's not matching up. Shall I go first? Yeah, go go first. Well, my advice is if if you start feeling that that your friendships are or any type of relationship really is off is going awry the first thing i do is actually look at myself like did i do am i am i different and mm-hmm. the changes and i'm i'm constantly evolving so chances are i am different 
But is that difference making this relationship, you know, unbearable now? And then if I start thinking about the person that I'm in the relationship with, is it worth fighting for? Or should I just let Uh them go? Yes. And that's sometimes a hard question. Yes. That's actually what I was, um, what I was going to get to, but I wanted to, I really did want to see what you said first, because listeners know I'm like, cut them loose, out, (laughs) gone, gone. But I do think a person needs to decide whether it's worth it or not to try to talk it out with this person. Maybe you, you all can salvage the relationship and maybe you can't but only you can make that decision right and and again i think you have to establish the root of the problem first yeah because it may not be fixable yeah yeah but if you see it turning into like a big argument it's probably not even worth it to have that conversation just you know who who needs to fight 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 you i know. like to fight Oh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't. All right. Well, let's get to our last segment that we call. So, what, what do, do you think? think? What, what do, do you think? think? Because I'm right. Because I'm right. We want to hear from our listeners. We do want to hear from you listeners. Please give us a call at 404-594-2247 or a text. Right. It'll be great. We still haven't gotten anyone to text us yet, yeah. but that would be cool if they did. That's all right. It's all right. We're still we'll, talking to we'll you. We'll be okay. We're, still we're talking. Not, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps it up for this week's episode. You've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Shout out to Gifford Ivan Cordova III for the music. Nick Zinke for the art. And thanks again, listeners. Thank you, listeners. And as usual, I love you all. I love you all, too. Bye. <laughs>